0: Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep it in. Huh? No, do not cut that. All right. That's Hollywood. That's Hollywood. And I'd know, wouldn't I, Rhys? Yeah, you would. I'm a big shot now. Oh, shit. People probably haven't heard. No. I'm better than you are. Yeah, well, that was... back to the Luke Kijel hour. Before we get into the meat of the episode, I'm um, sorry if you're a vegan, but this is going to be a meaty episode. Also, if you're a vegetarian, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of meat in this episode, not a lot of um, uh, mock meat, which is what it usually is, this podcast. This podcast is usually vegan-friendly, a lot of padding, a lot of pretending. Um but we're back for another episode. We've got Kyle's buzzer sound effect to start the Luke Kigel Hour podcast today. Uh, take it away, Kyle, in three, two, one. I played the wrong sound effect again. <laughs> you having a shocker. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> right, you know what? You can't come in and win them all. No. All right? All um, right. Although that would be good if he just racked one of my sound effects (laughs) and just submitted me getting the straw. All right, Kyle's sound effect in three, two, one. They
1: came bounding over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bit of a throwback? <laughs> <laughs> a very, uh, yes, a bit is an understatement. That is a throwback uh, to what it was like being on Facebook in 2012. Just in case some of you TikTok kids weren't aware, that was pretty much it. That's all you missed. And that and just waiting for a mate, Yeah, I would say, were the two highlights of that era. Uh, guys, I'm better than you. I'm an actor now, comedy sure. I had a great career, but it was a stepping stone. I think we can all agree, wasn't it, Reese? <laughs> it was. It was just to get me here, and I—I I, I guess I fooled you all, psych. Sure, I posed as a comedian slash podcaster for what five years now. It was all just so I could break in to that uh, ad market. This morning I did my first ever advertisement. I had a, a I was a featured extra. <laughs> <laughs> I had one line. Um I would even some would even say a lead. Not not on the whole video because I think there's a voiceover, but in the scene that I was in, it goes for about 7 seconds, maybe even 10, perhaps, and I'm a lead. So I was the only one there on set today with a line. (laughs) Idiots. All these, out of these extras around me, just like pretending to drink beers and stuff. So where, okay. Where where do I begin? Um, I feel like this is going to be on my Netflix documentary. So I need to get it right. (sighs) Last week, I got a phone call from a good friend of mine, Max. And he was like, Hey mate, we're shooting an ad. You free Tuesday. And I said, you know, I am. Don't be condescending, all right? It's rude you ask. Because he's like, are you free at 7.30 on a Tuesday a.m.? And I'm like, dude, I don't think I've ever been busy at 7.30 a.m. Like, busy sleeping. This was actually the earliest. I had to wake up at 5.45 this morning, right? Probably the earliest I've been up. I was going to say since pre-COVID, but there was one night that me, Keelan, and a few other blokes and Devlin and stuff, we left the strippers at 6.00. So I technically have been awake at six a.m., but not waking up for the day. I've been winding down from another <laughs> one, and one time during lockdown, I did play Call of Duty till about five a.m. But other than that, I have not been awake before six uh, at all. So it was it was a bit harsh waking up. Um, you know what? I never thought I'd say this, and you're probably like, "Where'd the Luke? Where'd Luke go to Hollywood?" But where'd Luke go? I think I'm going to start waking up earlier. I loved it. Do you know how cool it was? We wrapped up the shoot and that's what we say on set. We just go, we we say, that's a wrap. And then we all like high five and whatever. Um, But yeah, we go, we wrapped up the shoot at 10 a.m. Do you know how weird that is achieving something before 10 a.m.? I haven't done that in maybe ever. (laughs) Like maybe like primary school, even high school, I felt like I rocked up, I was there, but I don't think I achieved anything before ten a.m. It rarely happens for me or maybe anyone. But there's people, you know, there's people out and about. Yeah. I was driving through the city at like six thirty a.m. There's people just driving around, running, like kayaking. (laughs) People just doing shit. Six thirty. I honestly. I had no idea that this was going on. <laughs> I thought we all kicked off. I thought we all agreed like 7.30 to 8 a.m. was the kickoff time. Dude, I bet if I went there at 4, there'd be people doing stuff. Probably. Maybe just garbage truck guys doing that shit. But like it was busy. There was traffic. Like I got to the end of like, you know, the end of the freeway. And I was like, this. Is- I wasn't expecting congestion. At six uh, thirty AM, but it turns out other people have jobs. It's a whole thing. I've just learnt about it. But um, I rocked up to the shoot earliest. It was, it was you know, my call time was seven AM because um, that's what I have to deal with now. Call times. Um, I didn't actually get sent the script until uh, about half an hour before. But that's right because they trust me. I'm a, I'm prof- I'm a professional. I can't speak now, but I am I'm a, I am a, <laughs> a <laughs> professional. I'm very tired. I woke up at five forty-five. <laughs> had about five hours of sleep because we were filming last night. We were watching Beauty and the Geek till midnight. It doesn't stop. Oh man, it never, it never stops. I'm, um, I'm doing podcasts. Then I'm going home. I'm watching reality TV. Then I'm waking up. I'm doing ads. It's just what a hard life I have. Yeah. Uh, my role for the ad was quite simple. And I felt like it was my destiny. I was fulfilling some kind of prophecy that I didn't know existed until I got that phone call last week. Um, My mate was like, so we've got this idea for an ad. We want you to be in it. Uh, You kind of like are the main guy in the scene. And you're just like, do you reckon you'd be like a good guy? Like at a pub. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) sounds like my kind of role. (laughs) I was like, yes, I've got, I've, mate, I would love to. So I got to the pub. When he said seven thirty originally, I'll be honest, was fully thinking PM. I was like, that sounds great. We could have a few beers after. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Turns out everyone's just on the Carlton zeros, pretending to to drink. And I was like, it wasn't as fun as I maybe pictured <laughs> in my head, but it was still a bit of fun. Uh, it was for Nobby, right? The uh, underwear company that uh, sponsors Luke and Lewis as well. So, they're all a bunch of legends. The scene was, I haven't actually told you about it, Reese, but it's, this was my big moment, right? So, there was, a, by the way, there was like eight extras for this scene. It went for 10 seconds. And I'm talking, there's like, I don't know, like, I had maybe had no perspective of what this was. I thought maybe for TV, that's what happens. I just didn't think for, I, don't, I also don't even know if this ad's gonna even be on TV. It might even just be for like the internet. Mm. But so much effort goes into this shit. Like, when we film this, like we kind of just press play and like, whatever, I just like upload it next. And like, when we do a TikTok, we kind of like watch it a couple times back and we go, ah, oh, that's good enough. And then just put it up. There was like six, maybe probably 10. Actually. I'm definitely underselling it. There's probably 10 crew members behind the scenes of this ad. There was two directors. This is one, by the way, it's a 10 second shot. Yeah. There's two directors. There's like, uh, one guy that's just like, there's three people on the camera. There's one camera. So I was confused. There's two lighting dudes. There's a sound guy. By the way, his only job was to mic me up for my one line. <laughs> so that they hired him in for the day. Crazy. And then they are, uh, I just can't get over this. Then they had eight extras. They had one lady who's just her job was to just like get us food and coffee and stuff. Like I was just like, why is it we-? Like I rocked up and then I was like, where's my trailer? Because, like, if there's 10 people here, I'm the lead, right? I got told I was going to be the main star today. Um, They were just like, oh, just put your bag over there. And I was like, is this this the shittest trailer I've ever seen? It's a (laughs) a booth in a pub. Um, But that was fine. I was like, you know what? I'll just as a kind of bonus, as a little treat, I won't uh, kick up a stink about it like I usually would. So I decided to do it trailerless. And we we were pretending to be in Queensland at 8 a.m. So it's July in Melbourne, if you don't know bit chilly probably it was eight degrees this morning and there was lights shining through the tree that was supposed to be emulating the sun right and i had to like be in a a shirt like kind of a festival shirt uh being like the larrikin at the pub uh and i was freezing my tits off right and that's right and i've and maybe i'm a bit of a diva now you guys wouldn't understand i wouldn't expect you to you're not a movie star Right? So don't try and relate to me. Oh, I've done a bit of modeling. No one gives a fuck. All right. Let me know when you've done an ad that may or may not even be ad on TV. Then I'll, then I'll respect you. So I'm doing this thing. I have my big line. I'm prepping for it. I get sent the script half an hour before, but that's all I need because I'm a goddamn professional. And my line is, so what happens is, it's about how a knobby underwear package, because it's subscription underwear, gets to your doorstep. So the, a BMX bike enters the pub, right? And then there's a couple of extras playing Jenga in the pub. So pretty cool pub. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, That's when you know that you uh, have cool friends is when you need to play board games at a pub. So... There's a couple of people playing like Jenga. It's everyone's having a bit of fun, right? And at eight AM, and we're but, but we're pretending we're in Queensland. The Jenga, it's like big Jenga, right? Not like little table size Jenga. We're talking floor Jenga. Yep. You know the big blocks. It gets knocked down, and then I pick up the nobby package with the camera, so it's like following me, and I deliver my big line, oh. which is, and it spells. So on the script, it's I have to say, sweet. Because it's spelled S H S C H W E E E E E E E T. So I have to, I'm, so I'm like, do you want me to say sweet <laughs> or do you want me to say it correctly? And they're like, just say it correctly. And I was like, okay. So I have to be like, sweet. Looks like Biggs. Oh, I've already forgot my line. <laughs> sweet. Looks like. Big Ben's got a new package for his package. And then I inspect the package for like a couple seconds. And then I go to open it and I go, oh, haven't seen this month's design. And then as I go to open it, someone goes, oi. And then they pull away and I'm done. That's a wrap. That's what we were shooting. It took an hour, right? I think I nailed it the first go. I'm pretty sure they did 30 other takes (laughs) as a safety, but that's fine. I thought I did great. Um it's cause they kept on like stuffing up the lighting and stuff. Mm. They were like, Oh, you know, like it doesn't really look like the sun. And I'm like, yeah, well <laughs> it's a, it's not. So, <laughs> you know, you should have shot it in Queensland if you <laughs> wanted sun or just waited a couple of hours. Um, B. I nailed it. I, I, I really felt, I'm not going to lie race. I felt like it was my responsibility as the lead of the scene or featured extra, whatever that, 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 that's what, set on my paperwork, but lead, you know, uh, I felt like it was my responsibility on set to lift up morale. So I took it upon me to kind of get the extras involved, you know, cause like, well, it's probably their first gig or whatever. Yeah. And I, look, it is my first gig too, but I kind of had to go on set, pretend I knew what I was doing. And that's when you get, when the role of lead gets thrust upon you, it's not just on camera. You've got to be on off camera as well So I'm making some small talk I'm trying to rev up the troops a bit uh, There's a guy He, li- he lives near nearby we're, we're talking about some local stuff Like, oh, yeah You live in the northeast Yeah, same, man You know, we're talking about the drive here Like, oh, I copped a bit of traffic Those roadworks Dude, that Crushed that conversation You know, I'm having a chat To the girl next to me Because she just Man, she was great But uh, She got given one instruction Right? They're like, just pretend to have fun And she's <laughs> like, oh fuck, man, it's 8am, you know, this is hard to pretend to have fun. And I'm like, that's right. So, you know, have you ever, I don't know, have you ever done any acting? Uh, you no. Would, you wouldn't know. But drama in year 9, that's about it. Okay, you're probably, maybe more experienced than me. <laughs> before today, I was I didn't have a lot of experience at all, but now I'm a bit of an expert. So <laughs> they were like, oh, when the camera's like just panning in before your line, can you just like all pretend to mingle and stuff? So every time they're like, and action, I'm just like, how good's Jenga? You know, like, and I'm just, every time I'd say like a new random line because the girl was like supposed to laugh at something I said, like in the background. So I'm like, by like take 30, dude, I've just given up (laughs) on trying to make her laugh. One take, I was just like, (laughs) I hope that's the take they use. (laughs) It was just... uh, I was thrown at anything by the end. And it's funny because some person's job is editing that. And because I'm mic'd up, they're only going to use my actual line. But it means when they're editing, they're going to hear all the fucking dumb stuff I said, (laughs) like, seemingly in the background. That's all they're going to hear is, like, the camera going in and me just... (laughs) Like, who the fuck is this guy we hired for the (laughs) ad? (laughs) But, um, no, it was a bit of fun. And, uh, yeah, so... Gonna put my servo sunnies back on. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I bought in Fiji once because I lost my sunglasses. Um,
1: yeah. Were the um extras asking you like, oh, what agency you're from and for that? tips? Yeah.
0: Um, no, they were asking me from what agency I was from, <laughs> and I was like, uh, the agency of life. All right, <laughs> I know the director, and it seems more like when I got there, they were all just from random acting agencies. When I got there, I was like, oh, this is a favor. Someone's done me a favor. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't be here. And it was a bit rude as well because they definitely had acting experience like the way they were playing Jenga. I was like, dude, that's so natural. (laughs) Like if I was, if someone was like, play Jenga at 8am in a pub and act like you're in Queensland, I'd be like, (laughs) ha! I just, I don't know, like King hit someone and then push down the Jenga and be like, whoops. (laughs) Like, what? You told me to act like I was in Queensland. Um, Or just say something fucked and bigoted. And then everyone wouldn't even like look at me differently. And I'd be like, okay, great. Good to be back. Um, Anyway, come to Queensland soon. To see you there. Uh, com. So, uh, no, it was, it was so much fun, though. It was very cool. Uh, it's just It just blew my mind how much effort pe- companies put into, like, these productions. Like, mm. it's now giving me newfound respect. Like, whenever I see a Coles ad, now I'm just going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> that, that took four hours to shoot that broccoli, I bet. I can relate. <laughs> what do you mean? No,
1: like, you'd be like, oh, I can relate to that now. Oh yeah, I yeah. thought you meant you were. No. I was like, <laughs> no. dude, you.
0: So you have been. No. <laughs> thought you were like for a second. I thought you were that celebrity chef. Mm. Don't know his name. <laughs> Something that white guy, the the non Jamie Oliver guy. You know what I'm talking about, the Coles guy. Oh, that one. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. down, down. Just like his uh, career. That's rude, and he's probably going well. Yeah, good on him. Um, but yeah, whatever, I'm doing some big shit too. We're all we're all doing well, so that's fine. So, yeah, I'm a big shot now. That's all. That's all I really wanted to talk about this episode. That was the meat of the episode there. That is the meaty part. Vegetarians invite them back in uh, because next up on the whiteboard, it just says brothel investigation. (laughs) Now, that's a good heading for a story. It seems like, look, this is going to be quite an interesting story. It definitely is interesting. I'm just going to completely be transparent because that's what this podcast is all about. We have an honesty system here. I'm just going to say it now because I don't want to get your hopes up shit ending to this story. <laughs> Terrible. Like, it actually doesn't really have an end. It just... Watch this story just peter out into nothingness. It just kind of... It's like a, a slow fade. If you're an editor, a cross-dissolve, if you will. That was niche. Yeah. But Reese was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> More of a fade to black, you know, if you're actually an editor. Because cross-dissolve... You know what? I could cross-dissolve it into the next story, which says pub guy. Yeah. So I might try and do a fade into the next story to uh, not bring attention or any more attention to the fact that this story has no ending. But, uh, we were, I was at a pub on Friday night training for my big role, uh, this morning, <laughs> <laughs> you know, these, this one, these other extras, they were like, how's this guy getting the lead? I'm like, were you putting in the hard yards on the weekend? Probably as well. Element. Yeah. So I was like getting ready. Um, I was, didn't want to tell my mates, you know, too much about the role because I was just trying to, like, be method, be in character, don't think about it. Um, that's why when I rocked up this morning, I was like, dude, I'm ready for this. I've been uh, touring pubs of this country for four years now. Uh, I, I am actually, you know what? I probably was the guy for the job because, oh, yeah. like, out of anyone in Melbourne who's probably spent the most time at pubs in Queensland in the last two years, this guy. Yeah, I'm all about it. So I actually knew it. When he said, pretend you're in a pub in Queensland, I was like, gotcha, cool. And I pre—I pretended I was way, way more chill than I was in Melbourne. Because Melbourne, you're literally chill. It's cold as fuck here. But up there, dude, not a care in the world. It's great. And some of those deals that were coming in last week on the episode, making me excited to go back. Um. So, yeah, I'm at the pub with a couple of uh the uh, high school lads from high school <laughs> that's where the, you know, i know them from <laughs> yep uh and one of them goes what's this place across the road here and we've never looked you know like we often go to this place and it's we kind of just never look across the road it's kind of like a bit of an industrial area and I'm like that's weird and then it has like this bright signage I'm like i've never seen that before I'm like that's weird so then we look it up like what is it like cause it doesn't look like you know, a scaffolding business or a plumbing business. It kind of looks like, could be like something like a night spot. But like, that's weird. Usually when there's like a new bar that opens up around the area, people find out about it pretty quickly, you know, by word of mouth or you just see it pop up. You're like, oh, that's all this advertising. I was like, this is strange. So we looked it up. When we chucked it into the old uh, search engine, we read some Google reviews. And one of the reviews just was like, Oh, Kathy and Alexa were great tonight. Would go again. Definitely recommend. And we're like, okay. Weird. Sus. Okay. And then we went down, and it was like, uh, was trying to get the job done or was it was try and uh the music was a bit loud or something like that. It was like something really vague. Yeah. And like suggestive towards the fact. So immediately we were like, Oh, it's a brothel. Like this place must be a brothel. But it's weird because it's like online. It didn't say that. It said it was a bar, but like that's weird. Brothels are legal, so why are they? Why is it a front for a thing? Are they avoiding tax? Like what's what's this situation? So there's only like three or four reviews in this place. One is completely. This was one that threw us off. One was just like the cheese platters are great, um, blah 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 would come again or something like that. So that then we're like... But at this point, we are like 80% sure this place is a brothel. Yeah. So no one was even really thinking, like, everyone's like, it's a decoy review. It's done by the owner. Like, there's no way they have cheese platters. Well, maybe you can just get a cheese platter. Well, then. that's what we thought. We <laughs> thought maybe there's like a VIP package where while you're doing roots, you also get to, like, graze on a, like, nice <laughs> platter of cheese and bickies, which would, you know, sounds great. And that's why they had some great reviews there. Um, but just the one of... But another reason it was like the two names was like Kathy and Alexa. And it's like, Alexa, yeah, that's a prostitute's name. That doesn't really sound like a real name. But Kathy, like, oh, man, who are you going to see tonight? Oh, I want to see Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> like if you were, you know, like a younger girl and you worked at a brothel and you had to pick your name, surely you don't go with Kathy. Yeah. Nothing against Kathy's, right? You know, go for a crystal, go for a candy, you know. No one like oh, I don't, I don't want to be rude to Kathy's, but I wouldn't pay to fuck a Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> right? You couldn't couldn't yeah, I wouldn't pay to fuck one. So that, that's what we were just like, this is weird, right? Like Alexa, very suggestive towards brothel. So the investigation keeps going throughout the night. We did some more googling, nothing really comes up. We can't find anything about this place online. Because it's weird, like, usually when a new place opens the area, the, the local newspaper pushes it. Yeah, word spreads. Yeah, word spreads. Just there'd be minimum five Google results. There was one, and it was just their map location. Like, what the hell is this business? So... As the drinks keep flowing throughout the evening, eventually one of our mates Tyler gets the confidence (laughs) to run across the road and pretty much just enter what we thought was a brothel, right? So we kind of he just kind of leaves, and we're like, "Where are you going?" And he's just like, "The brothel," and then we're like, "Fuck, what a hero!" Like we, I didn't really have the balls to walk down because it's down like a dark driveway. Then I start kind of wandering down fifty meters after him, more just to like. I don't know, what about if like that's the last time we ever see him or something like that? Because we still, it could just be like a, we're also thinking swingers club because we saw one couple rock up together. It was, we watched people walk into this place. I reckon three people entered, uh th- sorry, three groups entered. Two of them were just single guys on their own, pulled up their car, beep, beep, went straight in. That suggested brothel. Yeah. Then one couple w- walked in, went beep, beep, And weren't particularly dressed like they were going out. One guy had his after work clothes on. I was like, okay, Okay. this is strange. Right? So when we get up there, like, maybe it's a swingers club. Like, it because I think in our mind by this point, we're like, (laughs) it has to be something to do with sex. Because we just worked it up in our brain so much. Like, this place is fucking disgusting. Blah, blah. And then, not that it's, guys, brothels are not disgusting. But we just worked it up in our head. Like, there's people doing some hectic shit in there. We get up there and I realize, oh no, this is this is too well lit to be a brothel. It was nice. The driveway was a lot nicer than I thought. Tyler walks in and we're like, what are you doing? Don't walk in. And then he just like comes out, he's like, it's not a brothel. <laughs> and we're like, what? He's like, it's not. And he's like shouting, it's <laughs> not a brothel. And we're like, okay, you can come back now. <laughs> and then he walks in, he just disappears through these tinted doors, which also suggested brothel. Yeah. So we're like, maybe he's just going to get a root. Maybe <laughs> maybe he doesn't know. Or maybe he just doesn't want us to know it's a brothel and he's we're going to see him in an hour. I follow him in. I'm like, I'm going to be the brave person to follow him in. It's just a bar, <laughs> which, which is what it said online. And we should have believed that, right? Kathy and Alexa are probably just bartenders yeah. there, and they probably did great work. Yeah. And our minds were in the gutter all night, working this crazy fake scenario up in our head. I walk in, and Tyler's just booking us a table <laughs> for for this Friday. So like now we're all just going there this Friday to the brothel bar. Yeah. But it's not, it's not a brothel bar. It was very nice. It was actually way nicer than the place we were judging it from we're at like you know like a place that's okay but dude this new place it's the shit so um we're going there on friday i'll let you guys know uh how kathy and alexa are and um yeah maybe i'll leave a review but i'm yeah i could get a cheese platter i also might leave a really suggestive review (laughs) to try and confuse another friendship group (laughs) along the way as well um just like you know great sex thanks (laughs) And then just leave and they can't do anything about that. But um, so yeah, that's that. Yeah. See how the story kind of petered out? Like it was good initially. I guess the only good ending to that story would have been if it was a brothel because it wasn't a brothel. We were just wrong. And then it turns out we were just kind of being gross. And it was really just a new small business in the Mm. area that's trying to get up and about. And and then six dudes came in telling them, oh, dude, we thought this place was a brothel. <laughs> and they were like, it's not. It's a bar. You should come. And then we're like, we, I think we all felt so bad for, for coming in and just screaming, it's not a brothel, <laughs> that we just felt so bad that we ended up booking a table there. So I will guess I'll do an update next week. I'm sure I'll have a story. Usually my stories only come exclusively from the five hours a week of time off that I give myself. And usually those five hours a week are um, just me drinking with my friends, um, which leads me seamlessly. This is the fade, right? This is the cross dissolve into my next story, which is titled on the whiteboard, very creatively, pub guy. <laughs> now that could actually mean anything. I've, I have remembered just now what it is, but God, for a second there, I was like, dude, there was heaps of guys at this pub. Oh, every guy. And what you're probably thinking, Luke, there's no way every guy... You're about to make a massive generalisation. Incorrect. Every single person that was a male at the bar we're at on Friday looked like Joe Rogan. There were so many Joe Rogans. There was Latino Joe Rogan. There was like... There was just Joe Rogan from Emory Race. There was Indian Joe Rogan. (laughs) Like, just when we thought the Joe rogan couldn't end, we'll look around the bar, and as soon as we realized it was something you can't unsee, because we we always go to this bar that's quite popular with, like, 35 to 40-year-olds, right? Because, I don't know. We that's just, the one I went to? Yeah. yeah. We're just, like, hanging out. We just, like, hanging out at it, you know? Well, we're weird. We don't like hanging out with places with young people, because I don't like young people. Like, people my age are annoying, and I'm probably, I'm, we're probably annoying to them.
1: Yeah, I can understand that, yeah. It's
0: like if we... It's like if uh, we're all hanging out at like a place of people our age, like 25, whatever, like say in Fitzroy or something like that. And then a bunch of like fresh 18-year-olds walk in and start raving. And yeah. we'll be like, oh, that's so annoying. Like, fuck off. We're that to them. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because we're just like arguing outside all night, like if the place next door <laughs> is a brothel or not. Yeah. <laughs> very loudly. um, And also just like letting divorced women pour out their lives on us. Have you ever done that? It's a bit of fun.
1: Once yeah, yeah
0: yeah 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 we do it every every week it's getting to the point where it's like um sad for us like it's mm-hmm. usually sad for them and by like the third lady I was like I don't know why I'm indulging I could just be anywhere I could do it. I could be playing Tony Hawk you know and here I'm listening to this about this 40-year-old mother's five kids and who one of them's almost your age but it's, he's like 13 um anyway guys I really I, I took a Pretty gnarly detour there. Yeah. That uh, that got off the rails, just like that woman's life. Um, <laughs> I'm, worried, I'm gonna I'm gonna run into these people again because we go there every week. Uh, it's always the risk of talking about your personal life on such a public forum. It's just like when like now, whenever I I went back to the Mackers that I was at last week, and all the staff were just like we heard the podcast. <laughs> it was like because like one person must hear it. And then they would just go, oh, you have to listen. He talked about our store. Um, So anyway. Oh, yeah, we were in... Oh, this is another deviation from pub guy story. Have you ever been in Macca's at the... You know what the saddest hour is? Because everyone thinks the saddest hour at Macca's is 5 a.m. when the pigeon comes in, Mm. you know, flies around the store. That's not the saddest hour where there's birds in the store. I realized that the saddest hour is between... One and two a.m. Yeah, because that's when the cleaners are power cleaning the playground, <laughs> dude. It was the saddest shit I've ever seen. These guys' jobs—they just came in, power clean like what week a week's worth of five-year-olds' pappy mill coke piss, <laughs> just <laughs> off the playground, and um, oh, it was it was rough to watch. Like there was just they were cleaning the walls, which I know that it's good that they do that. It's COVID season, got to be safe. But I was like. Oh, if you have to power wash the walls, what the fuck is going on in this Maccas playground? That was the bro one of the saddest things I've ever seen. So, um, anyway, I walk into the toilet. There's two guys there. One's about to get his dick out, and the other is filming him. And that's just what I've walked into. There's nothing I can do about that. I've that's the situation you I've landed in, and it's one of those situations where you have to be like, okay, how am I gonna play this? You could play it several different ways. You could go telling them, right? I'm not a snitch, right? And and also, I'm way too intrigued at this point of why <laughs> someone's made us filming him about to get his dick out because he hesitated. I walked in, the camera was already out, and he was like, huh, about to, like, he had one nut out. And then he went, he saw me and he went, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I was like, sorry. I, I can't, You know, just, you react in the moment. I was like... I feel like I've just walked in on something. And they were like, no, nah, no, nah, not at all. And I was like, no, I, I definitely have. <laughs> you don't have to hide the fact that I just saw your testicle. This is definitely a situation. They go, oh, yeah. They realized they were kind of busting in the act. So was like, there's a security camera there. It's a security camera. And I looked over the wall. It's not. It's like clearly like a sensor or a smoke alarm or maybe even like an air con. It's something that's on the wall. It's 100% not a security camera These guys are clearly drunk And I was like No it's not Because it was faced at the urinal Like there's no way They'd be filming people Just pissing All night from side on And uh, they're like Nah it's fucking bullshit They shouldn't be filming us So While Which I don't Look if this guy cared so much About his <laughs> privacy Why the fuck I just realised Is he letting his mate Film his dick yeah. <laughs> So he's like, this whole guy's point is like, it's an invasion of privacy. Meanwhile, his friends get his iPhone 12 filming his nuts in HD, <laughs> right? And then he's annoyed about in- invasion of privacy. So he's like, oh, I'm going to get my dick out and then I'm going to kill the camera. And I'm just like, oh, dude, I have to say this shit. Because like, <laughs> yes, you could be the guy that's like, don't do that. But like the chances of you winning that interaction of talking the guy who's already got his nuts out. Talking him out of that, I was like, "Ah, I'm not going to be the hero here. I'm never the (laughs) hero. I'm going to be the guy who laughs about it then talks about it on his podcast. That's me. I'm like, will never be the person to stop what I think in the moment is a bit of fun. Vandalism, sure. But it's pretty funny when it's not happening to you. Like a lot of (laughs) things. (laughs) <laughs> so I kind of go around the corner because I don't really want to see the what's really going on. I just, I kind of just duck around the corner. I'm like, oh wait till this ends out. But I knew he was going to run into the wall where I could see. So I just kind of hear it happening. All I can hear is I clearly hear him go. Oh. And then I hear him go, have you ever, um, helicoptered your dick before? No. And like, it's just, you know, like then it's, imagine the sound of like a dick, like. Yeah. Just. Just slapping, yeah, yeah, yeah. slapping yeah, yeah. the stomach or wherever. He's clearly... I can hear him <laughs> waggling it around. It around. <laughs> yeah, like... So he's like... Ah, to the camera waggling it. And then with his dick still out, runs at the wall, hip and shoulders this camera. <laughs> it's not a camera, by the way. It's definitely just like a light sensor. Then he just goes bang. Because he smashes the light sensor. He smashes the sensor... The all the lights in the toilet just go out. Like they just like I oh, no. see the bowl just go, and then they go, "Oh shit!" And then I'm just like, "Uh," and I'm standing there. I was like, and they realize like, oh, I, "I," this guy's just witnessed us do this. And then this guy just comes up to me, he's like, "You didn't see shit!" And then they just he put his dick back in, and then he just Did walked he say that
1: away. With his dick out? <laughs>
0: I was really looking. It all happened so quickly. I was just like, what's it? Because it went dark. So my eyes were still like adjusting to the light. And then, um, (laughs) oh man, it was a bit of fun. So yeah, I I think I actually watched a guy just slap out a light bulb with his cock. Powerful dick. Yeah, pretty powerful (laughs) move. It was um, some of the most aggressive yet humorous vandalism I've seen in a long time, but I don't encourage that. It's just...
1: And how do you even, like, come up with that? Like, I've never been that drunk where I've been... Well,
0: that's the thing. I didn't (laughs) witness, like, the pre-planning. I wish I'd have come into the toilet like 20 (laughs) seconds earlier and, like, seen the plan unfold. Like, I like to imagine, like, they had a little... Like, they had it laid out on the top of the urinal and they were like, all right, if you stand here... All right, hang on. Just go over there. Yeah, that'll look good. And also, like, I don't... This is what I don't understand about, like, dudes and... And when I say dudes, I mean, like, that kind of guy. The kind of guys that, like, film their friends waggling their dicks and then running into walls and then, like, clearly just put it in a group chat and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, good job, Jono. You fucking showed them. You showed that small business what's up." <laughs> like, I just don't – I will never understand that level of, like – just pure testosterone running through pulsing through your cock and your brain at the same time i just will i don't it's caveman behavior i'm just like every time i think i'm an uncivilized bogan i realize that i'm usually the most respectful person in the situation yeah like the guy laughing at it was i was in that situation I was the nicest person in the room and I was openly laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was a bit of fun. Um, and you know what, Reese? one thing I did clock in the mirror as he was running towards the wall. He could have used a trim. Ooh, he yeah, could have yeah. used the manscape lawnmower 3.0. Oh. That is a dissolve. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm like, I'm calling my uh, (laughs) Segways Dissolves now. That was smooth as hell. Unlike that man's penis. But uh, guys, if you want smooth nuts, then yeah, the sponsor of our podcast today uh, is Manscaped. Your balls will thank you, boys. All right. And honestly, his balls would have thanked him. I mean, (laughs) look, his balls were probably very used to being treated disrespectfully um, on camera. So if you're going to do that, you have a bit of class. If you're gonna chuck some shit in the group chat, lads, trim it up a bit. You know, for the boys, show some bloody respect. So, um, yeah, and girls, get get it for your boyfriends. You know, if you have a boyfriend that um has a dishevelled uh, nutsack, then what what are you waiting for? Uh, use the code BASIC. You get twenty percent off your uh, order and free shipping. Uh, it helps support the podcast because they support us. A bunch of people have gotten it. Uh, I had a few testimonials sent to the DM saying, mate, actually decided to go with the manscaped and you're not wrong. Um, little too much information. Someone (laughs) said, my balls are looking great. Then in brackets, my asshole too. So (laughs) don't have to tell me all the details guys, but it's great to see people are loving it. So, um, yeah, manscaped.com.au, uh, definitely got on it. It is easily the best shaver. Um, I have Reese's got it. Yep. Big fan. Yep. Use it in the shower. Yep. Very good, and um, it's waterproof as well. One of the big perks of it, and just so smooth. I've never uh, nicked me nuts using it, so would recommend. And um, less less blood on your hands, literally, because I don't know if anyone's ever tried to use another shaver, but uh, oh boy, it it's a horror movie down yep. there. So uh, that's it. That's what's doing, Reese. Yeah, I have one of the best news articles I've ever read during the week for you. I think it's quite of interest to you. Yep. Um, sorry. It was, just, it was a joke. I, Lewis just texted me, I'm a father now. And I was like, I saw you and your girlfriend two days ago. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it was a joke. Um, sorry, that was just, that was I was explaining to video people what my confused bewildered look was when i opened my phone um yeah this news article that i saw um i'm just gonna get it up oh i've, I've lost it oh no. oh no oh no fast and it's Fast and furious related by the way
1: <laughs> on brand for the podcast
0: well yeah i just figure like you know let's keep this like 10 week trend running <laughs> of just vaguely discussing vin diesel <laughs> almost every episode fast and furious Could crossover with Jurassic World, (laughs) says director. What a fusion. Now that's a dissolve. (laughs) Dude, imagine that. They went to space this time. We were talking about it. Like, what are they going to do next? They're going to colonize (laughs) Mars? Nah. Prehistoric time travel. Imagine a velociraptor and a T-Rex versus a Ford Mustang. Versus a fucking, some muscle cars driven by Vin Diesel. That's a flick I want to see. Imagine, okay. Imagine the greatest comedy duo of all time, Tyrese Gibson and Ludacris, reacting to a fairly comedic situation of them being like chased through the jungle by like a pack of, you know, I don't know many dinosaurs, velociraptors. Or like, even like I could even, you know what I, I could imagine, you know how they always jump weird shit? Like they always just like there's always like a conveniently placed ramp where they just get heaps of airtime and go hang on or like they say some line like put your seatbelt on it's like, all right cool you should have died four times by now <laughs> seatbelts are not the concern here right there's always like that thing if they do like the Jurassic World Fast and Furious crossover you just know for a fact. That there's gonna be like a brachiosaurus there <laughs> with its tail down the ground. They're just gonna go and drive up its tail, drive over its back, and drive all the way up its big long fucking neck, and then just get hectic air off the neck. And the brachiosaurus gonna like get off my neck, and then they're just gonna like yeet it, and then I don't know destroy some meaner dinosaur because that's all the Jurassic Park movies ever are. Like the new ones at least, it's just like a nice dinosaur helping the humans fight bad dinosaur and i'm so excited i'm i've never been more excited at the the concept of a film so what this is is all rumors by the way has not been confirmed but the yep. reason why people are talking about it is because i think after the fast and furious 8 just after release people were joking and someone said in a press conference "Ah, oh, what are you going to do next movie go to space Right, and then the director, who clearly at this point is just taking fan suggestions <laughs> of like Reddit forums and press conferences, was like, "You know what, man? Like, I'd never rule it out. Like, that sounds pretty awesome." And then they ended up doing that. And now in the new press conference, uh, they were like, "Where are you guys going to go from here?" And then ludicrous was like, "Well, I think the next logical step is to start doing like big crossovers." But like, imagine like an Avengers and Fast and Furious crossover. That cuz that's really what the Fast and Furious team yeah. have become. They like were just a kind of like uh street racers in the start. Then they became like heist uh, like a heist uh crime group. Yeah. And then they became like international super spies taking down drug cartels. And then it got really hectic after that. And then, then they full on started working for like above the CIA, and these are still like the story is like this. They're still just kind of street criminals. Yeah. And now, and now I haven't seen the new one, but then they go to space, so it's like the NASA employ them. I don't know. It's <laughs> like the, the fucking meteoric rise to fame, uh, just of that squad of ludicrous and the gang is crazy. And then, uh. Reese was also saying, which is just disrespectful <laughs> as hell, that they're considering doing CGI Paul Walker <laughs> in the new ones. Just let the guy be dead, like, for his family's sake. Like, just let, like, it's it's horrible. It's so sad. Move on. Yeah. Like, it's so weird when they're like, no, we like could just milk this actor. I reckon they're going
1: to do it in a respectful way, whatever that is.
0: <laughs> but it's just to make money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So is that respectful? I don't think that, I oh, don't no, Maybe, maybe that's what Paul would have wanted. I don't know. I didn't, I not know Paul, but this doesn't seem that respectful to me. A respectful way was how they ended it in the seventh one, where Charlie Pruth was just singing, you know, everyone was vibing out and then they just went their separate ways, you know, grown men shed a tear. It was beautiful. So, um, yeah, get keen for the uh, dinosaur fast and furious crossover. That is going to be hectic. Um, I do have a weed war update. Oh, <sighs> So if you don't know, I'm pretty much been at war with my weeds on and off for the last two years. I definitely wrapped up Weed War 1, won that, no questions asked. They stayed in their trenches, their little hidey holes for almost a year. The, But then over COVID, really since I got busy again, actually, the, I, I let it slide, that part of my life. The my I, I put my career first, unfortunately. And my gardening behind me. Yeah. When I really, I, in hindsight, should have absolutely been prioritizing my gardening. Because I, you notice I fixed up this. Still not perfect though. There's still some troopers. Um, I did, here's my problem at the moment. So Weed War 2 has begun well and truly. I would say it's up to its second phase at the moment. Phase 1 was the front yard and problem that I keep running into and really the main issue I'm, I'm having no trouble getting rid of these weeds this time they are coming out easy they are, I'm just racking up my body count I have all these weeds thing I'm gonna have to start making mass graves in my backyard or burning them I'm not sure what I'm gonna do I've got one whole bin at the front of my house completely full that goes out tomorrow that doesn't help well that does help me but then I've got two other smaller bins ready to be dumped in the actual bin as soon as they go out so i'm I'm ahead of time and i've got nowhere else to store weed so i had to just stop i was halfway through a, a big old cull um and yeah so i the weeds have got that on me this year is the the council they've found an ally in the local council yeah. who won't give me an extra bin um Really, I need to request a new bin because about a year ago, this is how lazy I am. I'm such a piece of shit, dude. You know, I still haven't fixed, or you know, I still haven't fixed the toilet light. That's been going on for three months now. I've been pissing and shitting in the dark since I don't even remember. I feel like Bane from Batman. You're like, <laughs> I was born in the dark. You have but great I, aim. Uh, yeah. right. I just always use my phone line. Uh, yeah. It's like really at night. It's like, God, your cock looks haunted. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but um, I haven't fixed that. A year ago, the rubbish truck completely ran over my bin and took the wheels off the thing. I've been lifting my bin around for a year. (laughs) All I had to do was one phone call to the council. Hey, you guys fucked up my bin. Give me a new one. Thanks. I'm sure that's all it would have taken. Haven't done it. Every time I do gardening, I'm just lugging this bin by hand around my backyard like a degenerate. It's just not good at all. I didn't really like... I don't know how people live. There, yeah, that's it. I don't know how people do stuff. Like, whenever I go past someone's house and the garden looks nice and their car's clean, I was like, what kind of psychopath has time to, like, edge their lawn? Who cuts back regularly? Like, these people, I, I don't know, it's so weird. Is your house, like, really well kept? We got, like, fake grass and that. That's good Yeah That's what I want Mm. Yeah I want my backyard To look like a prison yard I just want it to be concrete Like one weed Growing through the middle And that's like Oh that's my garden And I every now and then Mm. I pick it And I go Boom Gardening done for a year I just don't understand How people do life There's so many things I just like Need to catch up on Uh, And I did We, We cleaned out Our whole house And I feel like We got a quarter Of the job done Blew my mind Rant over
1: just quickly back on the Weed War. I would love a Weed War Fast and Furious crossover.
0: <laughs> Dude, that'd be really helpful. If I could just get Vin and the squad to come out. Yeah, help. <laughs> Vin and the gang, get The Rock to come in and just sit on a few, you know, get it like just punch out my weeds in Vinny's contract. Just, did you hear that? It's in his contract that, um. did you hear this one? Maybe. Vin, it's in both. I saw this off, uh, this is not my thing. I saw this on uh, Christian O'Connell because Jack Post talked about it, uh, Cackling Jack from Hampshire Andy. Yep. Apparently, it's in Vin Diesel and The Rock's contract that they could never lose a fight on screen. <laughs> oh, yeah, but- <laughs> Isn't that insane? <laughs> Grown-ass men. <laughs> yeah. Go like, oh, I don't want to lose a fight. I'm going to look like a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it kind of makes sense in a way because they don't want to look like a loser on camera. Yeah. Like, Because it means it puts in everyone's mind like they're a hero and a winner. Because, like, whenever you see The Rock in the movie, he's never cast as the villain. Yeah. Was he a villain in WWE? I never really watched it. Or was he a good guy? Was he one of the good wrestlers? Uh, I, I don't really remember. Guy, yeah. yeah, okay. So yeah, he's always been a good guy. Good guy in the pacifier? That was Vin. Oh, it was Vin, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah Sorry, yeah. getting confused. Two bold men <laughs> who confused. never lose fights. <laughs> but uh, that's why it was so funny. There's, a, there's one bit in the franchise where Vin Diesel and The Rock have a fight. And now watching that fight, knowing that it's in their contracts that neither of them can lose, it's so funny because like Vin Diesel gets thrown through a wall, so then The Rock has to pick, so then Vin Diesel has to pick up The Rock and throw him through a wall because everything has to be even. So the fight's just so repetitive because like punch, punch, kick, kick, and then at the very end they just kind of call a truce. Yeah, Um, I would say that Vin Diesel does win that fight. Because there's a bit of the fight where... You, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Why am I... Uh, once again, I've found myself pretty descriptively describing Fast and Furious <laughs> scenes and moments. Um, I do have some stuff on the, about the video game I was playing, but I, I reckon we should just bust out the jar. Yeah. I mean, all it is is I, I've been playing a video game with a friend, Tyler, who I spoke of earlier, and it's called Chivalry 2. And the whole time we just roleplay as medieval characters, like fucking losers. (laughs) And Reese is very amused by it. Oh, I think it's so funny. It is pretty funny. Reese has now bought the game and is waiting for it to become cross-platform. It's a bit of fun. And one of the most fun parts about the game is you can just like pick up random shit, like bread and chickens and cabbage and throw them at the enemy. (laughs) So we'll be like, uh, you know, just random. I don't know. I I feel like redoing bits is so weird. But like, you know, we'll just be like, Back and forth thing And If you just came into that As a stranger Like I came in on him Talking by himself The other night He had great Feast hall music Playing the background I'm looking for my headphones He doesn't even know I'm not listening to him So he's just like out loud on my tv just like oh fair wench come over yes join our crusade very good sir luke is just looking for his audio communication device and we'll be on the battlefield so and we just do this for like hours on end and poor meg has to sit here and listen to me on the couch <laughs> going like i will fight with you in my crusade just like on a wednesday night <laughs> just, like, just like what are you doing and i'm like all right just you would I'm clearly busy, you That's know. That's what
1: I'm more looking for. Rather than I'm uh, actually playing the game, I'm just looking
0: oh, the to game. Oh the game is joining. so mildly average. Yeah. But the um the role playing, the I role feel play. like we're laughing without like, <laughs> laughing, having yeah. to leave the house. It's pretty fun.
1: Soon you guys are gonna be dressing up in like costumes while you're
0: playing. Oh, we already floated the idea. One hundred percent. we were thinking about getting a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we realised that we're going obscure our vision of the controls and the game. <laughs> but um yeah, there's been chat of us uh Completely committing to the role playing <laughs> and um, yeah it's a bit of fun so um, all right time to bust out the jar this is the emergency content jar that we use um, we are no longer striving to make the hour I all want right. to make that very clear um, the ter- the Luke Kijel hour is now a loose title yeah um, I would say it's the Luke Kijel almost hour but this one uh, is a how would your 10 year old self react to what you do now <laughs> Dude, he'd be freaking out, cause I don't want to brag, but I've seen titties before. <laughs> he'd be losing his mind, dude. I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that. I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> have you ever? <laughs> this is. I'm gonna sound like such a fucking virgin in a real second, but I don't know, Reese. Have you ever been like? Just fucking, and then been like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been like, this is wild because, like, I don't like. Do you remember when you were a kid? And you were like, probably that would probably never happen to me. Yeah. That's that's. It's just out of the question. Yeah, you you know about it, and you are like, that's too. That's too much. Mm. You are like, that doesn't even seem like. And then, oh man, so, I mean, that was really the question. <laughs> so he'd be pretty stoked about um the fact that um. From time to time. I don't want to brag. I, I, yeah, I, I've gotten laid before. I, that's, yeah, yeah I, I'm, a, I'm a big deal. I'm an actor now. I'm a movie star. Cool. Sure, I get laid. Um, uh, <laughs> it's nothing sadder than a guy bragging about fucking his long-term girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else about yeah uh, yeah sorry the actual question more work-wise sorry yeah oh yeah yeah i was like well, what was the question again yeah no i would uh absolutely think it's the coolest shit in the world i think if you even told 15 year old luke that i would be uh doing this it seems impossible because you know like you never think like you're gonna be you're like you see other people that are like doing what you want to do i don't know it's like maybe a thing only really relevant in entertainment, but it's like, say if you see a cool artist where you're like, Oh my God, like they sell their paintings for a good amount of money. And they're making like that. That might seem crazy. If you're a painter, like, ah, oh, no one would ever want to buy my fucking paintings. I always felt that about like whatever I was doing. I was like, ah, oh, I'm doing this. And I th- I think I'm good at it, but like, I- I'm probably not that good. And I still, I honestly think I'm, I'm I feel, I, you know, I don't really see the appeal mm. <laughs> of like me. But other people do, which is cool, and that's good. Um, there's definitely like sometimes where I like rewatch a stand up clip of me like doing crowd work, and I'm like, dude, that's fucking hilarious. Like when uh that what's crack a one, yeah, dude, yeah. that gets me every time. Some guy said what's crack a to some girl on Tinder, I, and for some reason my brain works in the weirdest way. Within a second, I was like, are you the zebra from Madagascar? That's hilarious. That's a quick pull of that reference, right? Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's a niche. Thing and then I got like 1.4 million views on um, TikTok. You really get rewarded with your uh, quick Madagascar reflexes, which is good. But um, I don't know. I just think if you had told me when I was ten that I was doing this, I would have been like, but "You have no desire to do entertainment. You want to be. You currently want to be an AFL player, or maybe work at the Lego factory, or just taste chocolate." Those are my three goals when I was ten. Yeah. But when I was like fifteen. When I started like listening to Hamish Nandy and stuff, that's when I was like, oh, maybe this is what I want to go into. But no one ever really pushed me in that direction. So I didn't start until I was like 18. In high school and stuff, I used to be in like bands. And I think that I thought that was my initial passion was like, maybe that's where I want to end up. But um, no one ever really directed me into that path until I figured out on my own that I wanted to do it. I kind of wish someone had have pushed me into it earlier, but also then I maybe mightn't have enjoyed it. So maybe everything happens for a reason, guys. Um, yeah. What would your 10 year old self be? So what's a podcast? That's probably yeah, what, yeah, probably that. That's probably podcast, what realistically yeah. my 10 year old self will be like, what is that? Yeah. I don't know what that is. And how would you get paid for that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Probably. What, yeah. I don't know. Probably be confused. Cause I didn't know what I wanted to do for a while. Like I, the whole media thing didn't kick in until like when I was like seventeen.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people figure out what they really want to do later. Like it, it's so weird to, I know a bunch of com- I know a few comedians that have been doing it since i like fifteen, and I think that's crazy. Like yeah. they're twenty five and like yeah, I've been doing it for ten years. Yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? You're twenty five. Have you been doing anything for ten years? That's like, that's weird when you're so young. But um, yeah, I'll do one more. But that that's probably the answer. Is I'd freak the fuck out and I'd probably be very thankful. And I uh. Yes, I have the coolest job in the world. And I'm aware of it. I want you to know that, right? Um, what's the worst advice you've taken? Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. The be- I mean, I can tell you the best advice, but it actually ended up becoming negative by the end because I just got too busy. But the best advice I ever got um, was just say yes to everything. And I thought that was so dumb at first. I was like, "Why would you say this to everything?" Because like nothing worse than particularly like trying to make something of yourself in entertainment than thinking you're too cool for something. Mm. Like even like today, like maybe I wasn't the first one that they call. I don't know if I was the first one who like they called yeah. through the ad or not. I have no idea. But um, I I reckon like maybe say I wasn't right, and like someone before me might have been like, "Nah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Like I don't want to do an ad. Like what? This you know I could have just been like, "Ah, oh, I got a podcast that day." But I was just like, no, like I've never done that before. So I was like, that's a cool new experience. And yeah, I had to wake up early and it took a few hours, but it was fun. Um, And it's also just interesting to like see how that type of production operates because I'm sure one day, you know, I'll inevitably be in that situation again. And now next time when there might be more actually pressure on it, uh, I'll probably know more what to do. Like they were using terminology I've never heard of before. They were like, yeah, we're going to like, do you, we're blocking between seven till eight. And then we're going to like do, and I was like, what's up? I just still I, I kind of, does it mean like running through it, blocking or setting everything out? I don't really know what it means, but they were just like, all right, we're blocking now. So everyone come out. And I was like, and I was just like, yeah, cool. We're coming in for the block. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what that means. I was like, are we on TV? Are we making something DIY? <laughs> or like where's Scott cam? I was so confused, but um, just stuff like that is cool. So yeah, I, I always said, that's the best advice i ever got was say it to everything. And I did do that. I did one time at a community radio for like three weeks straight at um, like, dude, f- like I got up at 4am and I wasn't getting paid and no one was listening. That's insane. And I did it for like three weeks yep. straight. And I used to do community radio. I used, we used to pull all nighters from midnight till six. And I think that was just like the thing of, yeah, never too good for anything. And I'm really glad I did all that shit because while no one's listening, is the best. You, at the time, you're like, "Oh, I want people to listen." In hindsight, God, I'm so glad no one listened to that. And I'm sure, even, even I cringe at the first episode of this podcast. Like, I just can't get through it. It's horrific. And I'm sure, and hopefully, in five years' time, I'll cringe at this episode. I'm like, really, man, you thought brothel investigation <laughs> was good content? I uh, stand by that, future Luke. That is good shit. But um, yeah, the worst advice I honestly can't tell you. No, I've never taken bad advice because I always just. I, I'm sure I have at some point. Mm. This never like huge bits where it's ruined my life. Um, no, nah, everything I've done, I don't really regret anything that I've ever done like career wise. Maybe like in personal life, I've cop some bad advice, but not career wise. Personal life, worst advice I've ever taken. I don't know. Yeah, it's
1: a tough one. Yeah.
0: I, I, I don't really like – maybe this is like a, I'm realizing I don't really take people's advice yeah. that much. I just kind of do whatever I think's best and then go, hopefully that works out, and then just run with it.
1: Yeah, I really go to, to people for
0: advice. Yeah, I'm not one of those people. I don't rely on other people yeah. ever, which is kind of sad and fucked up maybe. But I don't really like rely on other people. I'm never like, oh, I need to talk this out with someone. I'll just be like – I'll talk it out with Meg. and but a, lot of, a lot of the time I'm just talking out – so I can hear it out loud. Because you know when you say an idea out loud, and you're like, that sucks. That's a bad I do it to you all the time. Like I'll be like, dude, we should fucking... There was like chat of us, because we were like, man, we're going to have to avoid New South Wales on the tour. And I was like, maybe we could like drive to Alice Springs, and then just drive around New South Wales from Melbourne to Queensland, and do a big U. And then it's, I saw your face, like when I said that, and you were just like, no. <laughs> and I was like, good point. <laughs> that sounds terrible. But in my head, I was like that's going to be a great idea. It'll be fun. It'll be a road trip. And then I actually pictured us like being in Cooper PD going, why the fuck <laughs> are we here? We're nowhere near earth, 2000 kilometers away from the fucking show. Yeah. What are we doing? Here? <laughs> so I was like, maybe we should just fly and reschedule a show. So the Harvey Bay show has been rescheduled by the way. If you were going to come to that, it's now August 25th guys. That is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Um, yeah, come see a show, get around it. And, um, I'm a big deal now. I'm an actor. So, I don't know. Suck it. (laughs) Cool, dude. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Where's Carl's brother? They came bounding over. (laughs) That (laughs) me. (laughs) in there. All right. See you later.